0: episode 34 of Psych Up at Veritas. I'm Tiana and today in-house psychologist Ash and I are covering the topic of gaslighting and why people gaslight. So Ash, tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Hi, Diana. So I'm an in-house psych here at Veritas. So I assist people with different presentations such as anxiety, depression, workplace conflict, workplace stress and relationship issues. And in a former life, I worked as a solicitor for about five years in dispute resolution. So I have a lot of experience engaging with people and helping them resolve problems.
0: So we wanted to just start today by addressing gaslighting and learning about what it is. So what is gaslighting?
1: So gaslighting is an insidious form of psychological abuse, where a person makes someone question their sanity, perception of reality, or memories. The abuse is often quite subtle at first. So for example, if a person is telling a story, the abuser may challenge a small detail. The person may admit that they were wrong in a detail, then move on. So the next time, the abuser may use that past, air quote, victory, to discredit the person further, perhaps by questioning the person's memory. So over time, the person may begin to second guess their own emotions and memories and subsequently rely upon the abuser to tell them if their memory is correct or if their emotions are, air quote, reasonable. The abuser then uses this trust the victim has in them to gain control over the victim.
0: So what are some common gaslighting techniques?
1: There are a few common techniques. So for example, one is countering, where a person might just question one's memories of an event by saying things like, are you sure? or tell them that you have a bad memory. Another technique might be trivializing where a person belittles or disregards the other person's feelings, accusing them of being too sensitive or overreacting when they have valid concerns and feelings. Another common technique is withholding. And this is when someone refuses to engage in a conversation by pretending not to understand what the other person is saying. So for instance, they might simply say, I don't know what you're talking about, even though they do. And finally, another technique is stereotyping, which is the intentional use of negative stereotypes to manipulate another person. For instance, an abuser may tell their female partner that people will think they're irrational or crazy if they seek help for the abuse.
0: Regarding all these things that you have just mentioned, why do people
1: gaslight? Well, people engage in this kind of behaviour because they want to gain control over someone else. In intimate settings, this behaviour seeks to isolate their partner, undermine their confidence, and make them easier to control. In a work setting, it might be used by people to undermine another colleague's position or deflect accountability. Often, a person engaging in gaslighting behaviour may feel they are entitled to control other people or that their feelings or opinions matter the most
0: who is susceptible to experiencing gaslighting?
1: Gaslighting is especially common in intimate relationships, as well as social interactions where there is an imbalance of power. The most common scenario that is reported and publicized is in intimate relationships, especially if there is a significant difference in perceived power. It also occurs in other contexts where there is an imbalance of power. For instance, in child-parent relationships, as well as in work contexts between managers and their subordinates.
0: So for people who are listening, what are the signs of gaslighting?
1: People on the end of gaslighting behaviour often find it difficult to realise they are experiencing abuse. It tends to develop quite gradually, making it quite hard to detect. Further, they may often not question an abusive person's behaviour because they're in a position of authority or they feel reliant on them. However, there are some signs you are potentially being gaslighted. They include feeling confused and constantly second-guessing yourself. Finding it difficult to make simple decisions. Frequently questioning if you are being too sensitive becoming withdrawn and unsociable, constantly apologising to the abusive person, feeling the need to defend the abusive person's behaviour to friends and families in order to avoid having to make excuses for them. Finally, you feel hopeless, joyless, worthless or incompetent.
0: So what are some consequences of gaslighting for the victims?
1: Gaslighting has a significant impact on a person's mental health and may lead someone to experience low self-esteem and self-confidence, anxiety, depression, and trauma, especially if it's part of a wider abuse pattern. It can lead people to grow to mistrust everything they hear, feel and remember. This is not only the case while experiencing such abuse, but it might also persist into the future. Victims of gaslighting behaviour are also less likely to voice their emotions and feelings, knowing that they're likely to be invalidated. Finally, it can also have a significant impact on future relationships as it results in victims struggling to trust others as they may be on constant guard against further manipulation. This lack of trust also means they are unlikely to refrain from being vulnerable, which impairs their ability to develop and sustain healthy relationships with others in the future.
0: So with all of these in mind, how can someone respond to gaslighting?
1: As gaslighting has such a significant impact on one's mental health, it's important that a person who is experiencing such behaviour take appropriate steps to respond. One important thing to do is for the person to gather evidence for themselves to remind themselves they are not imagining things. This evidence may also be useful later if the person decides to pursue legal action against the abuser. Such evidence might involve keeping a secret diary or voice memos, detailing events such as time, place and so on. It may also involve talking to a trusted family member, friend or counsellor to get an outsider's perspective on the situation. Finally, taking pictures so the person can later fact-check their memories and remind themselves they are not imagining things. Importantly, such evidence should also be kept securely and privately. Finally, acts of emotional abuse, such as gaslighting, tend to co-occur or precede other forms of abuse. Over time, gaslighting behaviour may escalate into physical violence. As such, anyone experiencing gaslighting behaviour should seek support From a therapist or a domestic violence organisation for assistance in taking appropriate action to protect themselves.
0: So those are addressing if the person is a victim. So how can you help a friend or someone that you know who is exposed to gaslighting behaviour?
1: First and foremost, it's really important to provide your friend or colleague or whoever it might be with some emotional support. So that involves just being there and listening to their concerns, acknowledging and validating their feelings and experiences. It's also important to provide your friend or colleague with an objective view of the situation in order to assist them to differentiate between reality and their perception of the situation. Most significantly, it is important to provide your friend or colleague with contact details of an experienced therapist or domestic violence organisation to provide them with specialised support they need to overcome the situation they find themselves in.
0: Thank you for providing us with this information, Ash. And thank you everyone for listening. Tune in to the next episode of Psych Up.